Hi, and welcome to the Popcorn Junkies. Here we are with a review of Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yes, this is being described as one of the most batshit, crazy, metaverse, remixed, twisted, unconventional, avant-garde, confusing films, uh, but, but also masterpiece is being used as well to describe this film that's from the, uh, a, a duo, a directing duo, duo, collectively known as the Daniels, which is Dan Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, uh, who were both responsible for a movie called Swiss Army Man. We've talked about it a lot on this channel, uh, which starred Paul Dano as a sort of Robinson Crusoe island sort of, uh, you know, island wastrel, if you like, who stumbles across a body uh, on the beach, the body of Daniel Radcliffe, uh, and he sort of, through kind of hallucination, imagination, desire, hope, dreams, uh, he sort of imbues this corpse with life, uh, and this corpse goes on to sort of become a farting uh, friend, if you like, sort of, you know, sort of strange decomposing farts and stuff like that. It's one of the most oddest performances by Daniel Radcliffe. From the get-go, they are curious uh, creatives, they're curious directors, they, they have a perverse and odd vision, um, and, and they're all about experimentation and challenging the norms. It stars Michelle Yeoh from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or could it be Hidden Dragon, Crouching Tiger? It also interestingly stars as her as her husband, Ki, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, Ki Hui Kwan. And the reason he's significant is he played uh, Short Round in, uh, was it Short Round? In uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and he played Data in The Goonies. So the guy running around in this film, who I kept thinking, I'm sure I recognize, well, unless I, I was sure I recognized him, I was absolutely certain I recognized his energy because he's a bit irritating in this film and he was a bit irritating as a young boy, but he was good. He, he, was, he was a cracking little actor and I often wondered where he'd gone. Anyway, so it stars them. It's produced bizarrely by the Russo brothers who, who obviously brought us the Avengers and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of creative chops behind this. So what is it? What is it about? Well, what is it about? Therein lies a huge, 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 unfathomable question. So it features Michelle Yeoh's family and they're a family that run a laundromat. They're a Chinese family. All, all you know, the granddad's there, they've got a daughter, the daughter's gay, uh, hasn't come out to the grandfather um, and she she has, obviously she has her husband. He's sort of very stressed from running around. She's dealing with all the receipts and is basically, you know, the, uh, their, their, their family business is, is sort of under the spotlight with the government um, and so they're under stress, financial stress, and they're trying to sort all that out. Um, and then essentially, you know, they head off to meet Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis, who's the sort of you know, government figure who's kind of holding the sword of Damocles, uh, hovering over their company and over their business and over their lives. Suddenly, uh, her husband rushes off, rushes off with her into a lift. And what starts is a film that essentially takes us on a sort of metaverse journey, where essentially, as soon as you get into a metaverse type of scenario in a film, really, it's, a, it's an opportunity for absolutely anything to happen that you want to happen. What's intriguing about this, and I think it's important to say, this has been really Released within two weeks or so of uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and I thought that film was a real mess and I've talked a lot about how I think the idea of a multiverse or a metaverse and all that kind of stuff is potentially a really weak device for writers to be able to just do anything with a script or do anything with a story without bearing any relationship to whether it works in a logical way i.e oh we just want to scoot off in this direction let's use the metaverse let's go through let's go through a door let's go through a sort of transporter let's go through you know do you know what i mean let's move around 
What I thought was interesting about this film, and I don't know if anyone else was getting these vibes, it was kind of giving me um, Terry Gilliam vibes. I was getting sort of some of the weird films of Terry Gilliam when you think of films like Brazil and The Time Bandits and was it Twelve Monkeys and all, all these films where you know you, you know time and where we're at and how weird you know weird portals into different worlds and different time frames, different time streams. This film quite obviously tackles with this idea that we live this life, but actually just alongside us there are countless other possible lives, possible universes, possible metaverses that other versions of ourselves are living and, and occupying their roles within. Um, in, in this instance, uh, you know, Michelle Yeoh's character, I think one of the characters, I think her husband says to her, because you're so spectacularly bad at everything, whether it be running your business or whatever, because you're so spectacularly bad at everything, it makes you one of the strongest potential people in the metaverse. And so we head off on this absolutely mad-capped adventure that, that literally doesn't hold up. I mean, it's 142 minutes long. It's a rapidly edited in your face, stroboscopic, lots of flashing lights. If you've got any kind of fear that you could be triggered by sort of, uh, you know, um, by flashing lights or strobes or anything like that, I, I would go into this film. I wouldn't sit right at the front of the cinema like I did when I went to see it. Um, it's incredibly colourful. It's incredibly inventive. Having read around this, I think it, it speaks incredibly uh, intimately to uh, an American Chinese audience too. Um, you have all sorts of imagery that keeps cropping up throughout it. You've got this giant sort of bagel. You've got the googly eyes that we, you know, you see all over the posters and everything. I've read somewhere someone comparing the bagel versus the googly eye to the yin and the yang. Um, and, you know, at the centre of this kind of crazy divergent spinning off and really all the action pivots around Jamie Lee Curtis's desk in her government sort of building you know she becomes the monster she becomes a sort of even a potential love interest she you know there's horror in there there's sci-fi in here there's a curious curious a lot of martial arts a lot of martial arts a lot of really really good fight scenes in fact the first fight scene that involves Michelle Yeoh's husband or you know the actor from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom uh, there's a martial arts scene where he uses basically a bum bag as a weapon to kind of deal with all the security guards in the government building and it's so smart and it's so brilliantly choreographed and executed and shot and this was made on a microscopic budget compared I mean it's a big budget this was made for 25 million but the budget is microscopic when compared to something like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness but whilst I would be lying if I said I was ever fully orientated nor was I ever fully really engaged because I think one of the dangers with any film that shoots off at a tangent and that's quite literally what happens in this film no sooner do you settle into a certain scene it shoots off at a tangent and I was getting frustrated at times I get frustrated with films that fold into their logic the idea that we're just going to go anywhere at any point we're going to go everything everywhere all at once at any point is that you can't it's very hard for you to form any kind of consistent emotion towards the characters. So I found, I actually found uh, Ki Hui Kwan, the husband's character, really fucking irritating all the way through the film. And I think you're supposed to find him irritating. I quite liked the theme that was running throughout the film, which was do the least expected thing you do in a given situation to access your way out of this universe and into another one. So have you ever done that thing where you're with friends? Or when I was a kid, I used to go, has anyone ever done this before? <laughs> 
and then lick a wall or something and then think, well, if I'm the first person to have done that, maybe it could result in something incredibly original that's never happened before. And so there were scenes, many, many scenes where, you know, the drama would be happening. And then in, an or in order to try and escape the incoming disaster, drama, awfulness of whatever was about to happen, they'd wet themselves or they'd try and fall asleep. Or she'd try and tell Jamie Lee Curtis that she loved her. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis, I think, is the unsung hero of this film. She tromps and marches through this like a giant, horrible giant sort of administrative individual who's just sort of twisted and frightening and, and there are scenes where you've probably seen on the photos and in the trailers of you know they've got hot dog fingers and they're trying to hug each other and kiss each other and because they've got hot dog fingers they're playing pianos so in a sense Michelle Yeoh's character throughout this film is sort of it drops in on all these other universes and test drives all these other lives she could have had in which in some of them she's a, a hero a heroine uh, in others she's just a wife and she's not achieving very much but she she sort of I, th I tell you what I prefer to think of this film as, I, you know, thinking back to what their first film, Swiss Army Man, was, which was essentially a film about friendship, loneliness and the importance of creating relationships where there aren't any. Thus, he imbues this dead body with with uh, a personality for him to relate to. I felt that really this film was a metaphor for a family dealing with the day to day frustrations and struggles of running a business and running a family. And it was a, it really this was a story about her daydreams, about her aspirations, about her hopes, her desires, about the things that she would rather her life to have been. And in a way, in that moment when she's sort of in that government building, she's sitting there thinking, oh, what could my life have been? We then access all of this. That's so kind of a metaphor. And they use this kind of, you know, this technology and this, this conceptual kind of stuff to take us around. I've read certain reviews saying that the whole thing is a, is a parable on Buddhist kind of acceptance and how what you're not makes you what you are and how being bad at something doesn't mean that you're not good at something and or that you're, you know, and so, so that there's a yin and a yang. And I wasn't getting that huge philosophical feed from this film. One thing I would say is incredibly stimulating to watch. You can't drag your eyes away from the screen. It's incredibly inventive. I don't think I'll ever forget a martial arts fight scene where two of the characters flying through the air have butt plugs inserted in their bottoms and they're dangling and uh, you know one of the fighters or Michelle Yeoh one of the characters actually grabs them and pulls them out to hit them with them. I mean really curious, really odd. And I, if, if anything, I was hoping for a little bit more human warmth and human relationship. I didn't really care enough about Michelle Yeoh's character. I certainly didn't care about her husband. He was sort of irritating, but entertaining. Um, there was the narrative of her daughter being gay and not being able to essentially come out to the grandfather. There's the narrative surrounding the, the grandfather, who's this sort of, you know, this, you know, the elder of the family and what have you, and how all these characters, they all pop up in different multiverses. There's obviously the Jamie Lee Curtis character who, I, in a weird way, Jamie Lee Curtis's character was more sort of meaningful because at the end you, th you saw in a certain universe uh, a, a version of her where she was kinder and where someone actually fell in love with her or liked her. And I thought that was kind of sweet. But it didn't really, you know, so it, in a sense what it did was it, it, it spaghettified all these people, all these characters. So they were literally, you know, like that moment in, in Doctor Strange where his face gets sort of cubed. Well, they were spaghettified. So, you know, Michelle Yeoh and all her family's uh, lives spiralled into all these different places. Uh, but, but they were never really brought back together into any unifying whole. So I was just left like, I, I don't know, I felt like I'd been 
punched repeatedly in the face and had lots and lots of different things thrown at me. Um, and uh, while some of it was mildly entertaining and stimulating and arresting and, and dramatic, I, I felt it I felt it went on a bit. I felt it was a bit too repetitive. I think it ran out of ideas, even though it had so many ideas. It was almost like the ideas were coming at you too fast and too furiously. And so by the end, I was a bit weary, even though I could marvel in the cleverness of it. What I would say, what I would say is that it does an infinitely more successful job of convincingly portraying the kind of details of what jumping from different universes in, and metaverses would involve. I, I believed it, I bought into it. It, it, it kind of puts uh, Doctor Strange in, in the multiverse of madness to shame, really. That was just a shambolic kind of CGI mess of kind of just portals and all sorts of stuff. Whereas I felt this was really trying to create logic and meaning between the collisions of different worlds and as they travel between one universe and into another and all that kind of stuff. So it, it was kind of... It was kind of like an it was like a film of narrative acrobatics it was like there was all sorts of narrative acrobatics character acrobatics and i'd have thought really hard for some of the, those actors in there to stay consistent with their characters when you're being asked to do such random shit from scene to scene but all in all all in all i would say it's thoroughly entertaining it's a touch too long it's incredibly experimental it's incredibly uh, adventurous it's got huge energy behind it um, it's definitely about the idea that an ordinary family with ordinary worries and ordinary concerns and, and, and it's about how in an, an alternative reality all of their lives could be so much more different, perhaps more exciting, perhaps more frightening. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, I, I prefer to see this film, a little bit like Swiss Army Men, as a, as a sort of metaphor, a parable, or a sort of, this is really one woman's kind of uh, moment of fancy, thinking, oh, what if? I could live all these countless other disparate lives. So of course there are many, many different sort of realms or lives or kind of uh, metaverses that of course Michelle Yeoh uh, finds herself in. Um, and I have to say, strangely, perversely, given that I was kind of missing a sort of human warmth or a kind of a, a deep seam of emotional connection with the, with the characters, it's kind of telling that the one scene or the one metaverse or the one universe that we would go to on occasion was this universe in which essentially Michelle Yeoh and another character were just rocks with bobble eyes on. They were just rocks and there was a scene where the two rocks were talking to each other in subtitles, didn't hear anything, in this desolate landscape where nothing moves, desert landscape, and it was so calm. That's the metaverse I want to be in. It was strangely calm. It was strangely emotional and it worked so much more strongly because you had all this franticness of bouncing between various metaverses everywhere else that, that, that ironically the most emotionally impactful moment in this film is the moment you're sitting with two inanimate rocks talking to each other silently. That just about gives you an indication of how weird this film is. For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.